Hello and a warm welcome to you my dear listener from wherever you are. We are here again and this is the new life program. Coming to you live from the heart of Nairobi, this is Adventist World Radio, the voice of hope. We have a great show lined up for you. Thanks for joining us. I am your host Monica Kamokwa. We are more than glad to have you on board. To start us off, it's Charles Omondi on Health Talk with the topic Hepatitis B. Later on the Bible segment, Sister Becky will be joining us to talk about Take Heed to Your Ministry. But before we do that, Faith for Today Quartet comes to us with a song, Awake Ye Saints. Stay tuned. Awake ye saints and raise your eyes and raise your voices high. Awake and praise that sovereign love that shows salvation nigh. Awake and praise that sovereign love that shows salvation nigh. Behold, I come, the Savior cries, on wings of love I fly. So come, dear Lord, my soul replies, and bring salvation nigh. So come, dear Lord, my soul replies, and bring salvation nigh. Then, waiting brethren, let us sing, He will, he will not tarry long. Bring the glory of our song And fill with joy the hours that bring The glory of our song Welcome back, dear listener. That was Awake Ye Saints by Faith for Today Quartet. Charles Omondi now joins us to tell us more on Hepatitis B on Health Talk. Stay tuned and be on the news. I'm Charles Omondi. The name hepatitis means inflammation of the liver. Hepatitis can be due to several causes, which include viruses, bacteria, and even some chemicals. Hepatitis B disease is liver inflammation caused by a virus known as hepatitis B virus or HBV. In its severe form, hepatitis B viral infection may lead to liver cancer. The hepatitis B virus is transmitted from person to person through body fluids such as blood, sexual fluids, and other body fluids. The five ways of transmission that have been identified are as follows. 1. From a HBV carrier mother to her baby at the time of birth. A HBV carrier is an individual infected by the hepatitis B virus for more than six months. 2. From close household contacts with HBV carriers. This is known as horizontal transmission. 3. Through sexual contact with a HBV chronic carrier or infected person. 4. Through injection or injuries with contaminated material. Lastly, through blood transfusion, if the blood has not been screened and is from a HBV chronic carrier. Let us look at some of the symptoms of hepatitis B virus infection. More often than not, 
Infected persons may show no clinical signs at all, but frequent first symptoms are tiredness, weakness, loss of appetite, headache, abdominal pain and fever. After a few days, some of those infected go on to develop a yellowish coloration of the white of the eyes and of the skin known as jaundice. This may be followed either by recovery or by progression to chronic hepatitis B carrier state. Rarely, in 1% of cases, some people may develop the aggressive form of hepatitis B known as fulminant hepatitis in which the liver cells are rapidly destroyed by the virus. In this case, death usually occurs within two days. The intermediate risk of hepatitis B infection is the occurrence of fulminant hepatitis which in most cases is fatal. Fortunately, this complication is rare. However, in the majority of cases, the risk is to progress to the chronic carrier state, whereby, in 10 or 40 years later, you may then develop severe liver disease known as the liver cirrhosis, live cancer and eventually death. Hepatitis B is the second most common cause of cancer, second to tobacco. Worldwide, an estimated 1 million people die annually of hepatitis B-related cancers and liver diseases. With around 350 million chronic carriers worldwide, hepatitis B is one of the world's most common and serious infectious diseases. In Kenya, studies show that infection can occur as early as birth from an infected mother to her child. However, the most common method of transmission is the horizontal method. The risk of infection with hepatitis B virus continues throughout an individual's life. Studies have revealed that one in every ten persons on average is a hepatitis B chronic carrier in the Kenyan situation. An estimated 25% of these chronic carriers will develop chronic liver disease, leading to liver cancer later on in life. Likewise, Chronic carriers can pass on the virus to unsuspecting individuals in any of the ways described previously. Most viral diseases and most cancers do not have a cure. Once someone has contracted chronic hepatitis B, there is no known cure. Vaccination is therefore the only effective method of preventing hepatitis B infection. Doctors may manage the infection, but eventually one may succumb to this killer disease. Even if one recovers from a hepatitis B disease episode, the road to health is long and costly. To recover from such an episode would take at least six months and the cost of hospitalization and medication aimed at helping the liver recover will be well above the means of the average Kenyan. Why should we therefore vaccinate? One is because hepatitis B is the leading cause of liver cancer. Vaccination against hepatitis B will lead to reduction of liver cancer cases which may occur well over 10 to 40 years after initial contact with HBV virus. 2. Hepatitis B infection has no known cure. Thirdly, one may develop the fulminant hepatitis, though in rare cases, which can lead to death within 48 hours. Fourthly, hepatitis B is highly infectious and is common. And lastly, Vaccination has proven successful in preventing the disease, is cost-effective and is safe. Hepatitis B vaccine is administered using the 0 to 1 to 6 schedule. This means that you give the second dose after one month after the first dose 
and the third dose six months later. If you're just joining us, this is the new live program with me, Monica Kamokwa. Coming to you live from the heart of Nairobi, this is Adventist World Radio, the voice of hope. If you wish to drop comments, suggestions, or questions, do so through the producer, Adventist World Radio, P.O. Box 42276, code 00100, Nairobi, Kenya. Now that that is off the way, here is a song, Come Emmanuel, by Faithful Today Quartet, Don't Change the Channel. Oh, come, oh, come, Emmanuel, and ransom captive Israel, that mourns in lonely exile here, until the Son of God. Dear listener, thanks for choosing our station. We are because you are. And now, please join me as I welcome Sister Becky for the Bible segment. Her message is, take heed to your ministry. Be blessed.
Thank you very much, beloved. It is beautiful to be in God's presence. It is a blessing to serve the Lord while we are still having this life within our nostrils. Surely, as long as we live, we have no other option but to serve the Lord. I want us to look at a text of utmost importance in our lives regarding how yet again looking at the life of Paul and Timothy, the relationship that existed amongst them. I want us to look and, and, and revere the ministry that God has given unto us. Looking at this in the book of First Timothy chapter 4, we are going to outline and see to it how God is speaking to young Timothy through Paul and, con and subsequently to us in this time and age that we may be able to understand that every ministry that God gives us unto us is for the glory and honor of his name. And we should not despise it in any way, anyhow, but we should live daily by the Savior's side taking to heed that which he has promised unto us. Let us pray. I am your sister in the Lord, Becky Arunga. Lord God Almighty, creator of space and time, I thank you for every day you give us an opportunity to study your word. I thank you for you've made it clear unto us that obedience is better than sacrifice. And so, Lord, having called us to this ministry, I pray that you may enable us to give our best diligently to the glory and honor of your name. Be glorified and be exalted in the name of Christ Jesus, our Lord and Savior. Amen. Beloved, as I have said before, that we are considering the book of 1 Timothy and chapter 4, verse 12. I, I want to appeal to the mind of the young person, to the youths of our time. There is something that God is calling us unto. Many are the times that we have been called to duty, but we shun it, thinking that we are too young to serve the Lord. But I am persuaded of this one thing. No one is too young to serve the Lord. None is too old to serve the Lord. All of us have an opportunity. All of us have a chance. And all of us have the divine providence chiefly given to us by God to be able to serve him in the best way that we know. First Timothy chapter 4 verse 12 tells us, Let no one despise your youth, but be an example to the believers in word, in conduct, in love, in spirit, in faith, in purity. Till I come, give attention to reading, to exhortation, to doctrine. One thing that I desire is that verse 13 may make an impress upon our hearts. Till I come, give attention to reading, to exhortation, and to doctrine. I don't know what we have been giving attention to in these last days, but while Jesus is to come, as you are waiting for Christ to come, one thing that remains for sure, we need to give attention to reading. It is by reading and by studying that we are able to know the will of God in our lives. It is by reading and by studying the word of God that we are able to know the Christ method of ministry and evangelism. It is by reading and studying the word of God that we are able to know the word to speak in season to someone who is suffering. And so the Lord is calling us to a special elevated standard that is our privilege to attain. As Paul wrote to Timothy, that till I come, give attention to reading. And today, the word of God is speaking unto us, and Christ still is saying, till he comes, let us give attention to reading, to exhortation, 
and to doctrine. Exhortation means encouragement. Whereby now Hebrews writes in chapter 10 verse 25 that let us not give up the habit of meeting together as others have been doing. But let us give ourselves into exhortation knowing that the time is drawing nigh. To wit or to know the fact that God desires that we may learn something of utmost importance. That God desires that we may know exactly that which he wants us to know in our lives. And that is this one thing. That we may give attention to reading, to exhortation and to doctrine. Even so, as we are giving attention to reading, to exhortation and to doctrine, the doctrine of Christ who came, was born on earth, Christ who lived as we lived, Christ who died, nailed to the cross, and rose again, and Christ who is coming to take all who believe in him to a land where there will be no sorrow or death. This is what God says, do not neglect the gift that is in you, which was given to you by prophecy, with the laying on of the hands of the eldership. This clearly shows us that each one of us has a gift that God has given us. We need to harness our gift for the sake of the gospel. Each one of us has something to do. None of us should say that there is nothing that they can't do for the gospel. Have you been just sitting there, warming the pews in the church, and wondering what you shall do for the Lord? It is time for you to think deeply yet again. Partner with God through the ministration of the Holy Spirit, and see to yourself, what is it that you can do? What is it that you can achieve for God? What is it that you can do by virtue of the gifts and talents that the Lord has bestowed upon you? My beloved, now is the time. It is a high time for us not to neglect the gifts given by God. You know, sometimes you may be reading, you may be knowing doctrine, you may be studying, but if we do not know how we are going to make use of the gifts in us to apply the doctrines of God, then we may be struggling with our faith. And so God is calling us and is telling us, do not neglect the gift that is in you. Meditate on these things. Give yourselves entirely to them and your progress may be evident to all. I know we have encountered people who have a prowess in a particular line of duty. You might have encountered someone who appears to have mastered their scriptures so well. But this is what God is saying. God is reminding us that we should meditate on the doctrine, on studying the word of God, on exhortation, and on the gift given unto us by the prophecy of laying on of hands. And if we give ourselves entirely, it is pouring out yourself entirely to them, your progress may be evident to all. It will not take success in any line of duty. It is not the result of accident or chance or destiny, but it is the outworking of God's providences. Fine mental qualities and a high moral tone, my beloved, is not a result of accident or destiny, but a result of faith and discretion, of knowledge and virtue and patience, because God has given us the opportunities, but success depends upon the use made of them all. 
what we need to do is to give ourselves entirely to the things that God has blessed us with. How I pray that this may make sense in your life. How I pray that the God of peace may give you the ability to make a decision for him by giving yourself entirely. Let us pray. Thank you, everlasting Father. Indeed, your word is a blessing unto us. You have enabled us to live our lives daily, and you've given us the breath of life. Lord, help us to have a commitment towards you like none other, a commitment that surpasses all the pain and suffering that this world has to offer, a commitment that remains standing even in the midst of the storm. Glory and honor be unto your name, O loving Father, for I pray in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Thank you for finding time to be with us. I pray that the Lord bestows his blessings upon you. Till we meet again, be blessed. Thank you for staying tuned throughout the show. It is always a pleasure to have you with us. And don't forget to send us your views, suggestions, or questions about the show through the producer, Adventist World Radio, P.O. Box 42276, code 001000, Nairobi, Kenya. Remember, this is Adventist World Radio, the voice of hope. Until we meet right here, I have been your host, Monica Kamokwa. Be blessed. Awake, ye saints, and raise your eyes, and raise your voices high. Awake and praise that sovereign love that shows salvation nigh. Awake and praise that sovereign love that shows salvation nigh. Behold, I come, the Savior cries, on wings of love I fly. So come, dear Lord, my soul replies, and bring salvation nigh. So come, dear Lord, my soul replies, and bring salvation nigh. Then, waiting brethren, let us sing, he will, he will not tarry long. And fill with joy the hours that bring the glory of our song. And fill with joy the hours that bring the glory of our song. Oh, come, oh, come, Emmanuel, and ransom captive Israel that mourns in lonely
signs are clearly showing that our Lord will soon return. Oh, I pray these words I'm asking in your quiet heart will burn. When he comes, when he comes, when he Saints and raise your eyes and raise.